Welcome to Giving Voice, where we discuss all things mental health, social justice, and personal empowerment for the Black community. I'm your host, Kimmy Carlos, and each week I give voice to relevant topics and amplify the guest voices of those who bring knowledge, expertise, and lived experience. Topics include the mental health and emotional wellness of our Black men, women, and children, impactful social justice issues, how to heal, build resiliency, and create empowerment for ourselves and those we love. Thank you for joining me today. Now let's get started. In the midst of what seems like an upside down world right now, I want to share um, a little bit of joy that I have. In fact, it's, it's unfair to say a little bit. This is a lot of joy that I have. There's an organization um, in the city of Trenton, New Jersey, whose board I sit on. And I'm a relatively new board member. I've been on the board at this point, maybe about six months. Um, And I've actually never been on an academic board. So quite frankly, I was actually surprised when they invited me to sit on the board. I'm talking about Foundation Academies, which is a charter school in Trenton, um, very young, I'm not even quite sure the organization is 10 years old, but I am so impressed with the work that this organization is doing. I have great respect for the senior leadership. I've had the opportunity to engage and spend time with the students and see how productive and successful this organization has been in the students' lives. So I want to share a little bit with you about this organization, and then I'm excited to share an interview that I did with Greg Weiss, who is the CEO of Foundation Academies. So Foundation's mission is to ensure that all of our students secure the academic knowledge and skills to prepare them for the nation's finest colleges and to instill in them the core values of caring, respect, responsibility, and honesty. And their website is Foundation Academies, I-E-S, foundationacademies.org. Foundation has a 100% college acceptance with a re-enrollment rate of 93%. And we, when we talk about college acceptance, we're talking about on all levels. So from the county college straight up to our Ivy League, Foundation has, has students that are going to NYU, Harvard, Cornell, Berkeley, Princeton, Yale, um, they are serious about making sure that the students at Foundation Academy are prepared. They have four schools. They started with the primary school 10 years ago, and they have grown to four separate schools. So they have Foundation Academy Primary, Foundation Academy Middle School, Foundation Academy Intermediate School, and Foundation Collegiate Academy, which is, of course, the high school. Um, one of the things that I love about it is all the resources it provides for parents, um, the career opportunities that they share with the older students, all the opportunities for parents and communities to get involved when it comes to uh, giving. They have a huge music program and arts program. There is a strong policy in place around bullying and harassment. Um, there's a, a, a an effort underway right now to install uh, trauma-informed care for not only the students, but also for all of the staff and administrators. Um, 
and, and faculty, which I think is really, really exciting. I deeply respect this organization. I um, was actually introduced to the organization through a mutual colleague who knew a phenomenal woman in her own right, Kathleen Riley Stryker, who's the executive director of Friends of Foundation Academy, Inc., which is their um, fundraising arm, as well as being the director of advancement at Foundation Academies as well. So she has dual hats. Um, Kathleen was a friend of a friend who introduced me to Kathleen, who in turn introduced me to uh, Greg Weiss, who's the CEO. And I had the opportunity to sit down and chat with both of them. Um, shortly thereafter, they invited me to come and join the Leadership Council, which is a council of parents and community leaders that uh, meet with the staff at Foundation Academy once a week just to talk about what's going on in the community and be kept abreast of um, what's happening at Foundation Academies. Well, I think I was on a leadership council for all of two months <laughs> and I was invited to sit on the board and I was delighted to do so because in that two months that I sat um, on the leadership council, I had a chance to engage not only with the, the staff, but the teachers, the administrators. I spent more time with Greg and Kathleen but more importantly, I got a chance to really spend time with the students. And, you know, I have to tell you, we are leaving the world in good hands. I mean, these students are excited. They're passionate. They're inspired. They are very able to articulate um, their feelings, their goals, their dreams, their aspirations, their expectations. Um, they have a clear vision and path towards uh, what they're expecting in life. And it's just so wonderful to see students who have made up their mind at very young ages that they're going to set out to, to exceed. And this is in the face of adversities that most of our urban communities deal with, right? So I'm not sure coding anything. Trenton has its challenges like most inner cities. Um, a lot of these students have traumas. They have uh, stress and worries and responsibilities that children should not have, but Foundation Academy gives them the opportunity to rise above that and gives them a clear path to success in life. Um, and I strongly believe in that because if we don't give our children opportunities, then we're the ones who failed them. And Foundation Academy is a jewel in the community. They are providing not only opportunities, but a platform for our students to be able to start with a solid foundation. Um, um, in one of my later episodes, I'm going to do uh, uh, a talk on resilience. But one of the things that's really important when it comes to youth is having one adult, just one adult that that, that youth trusts and believes in and has a mutual respect with, and that adult encourages them and supports them and inspires them. If a youth has just one adult in their life like that, whether it's a parent or a caregiver or a friend of the family or an aunt, an uncle, a godparent, a teacher, a coach, a mentor, just one adult actually raises their resiliency level off the charts. And Foundation Academy provides several adults like that in each of the students' lives, which is why they get 100% enrollment in college. And that's really exciting. Um, so I'm thrilled because I had the opportunity to sit down and have a conversation with Greg Weiss, who is the CEO 
of Foundation Academies, a huge job. I have a lot of respect for the responsibility that this gentleman has on his plate, how he seems to do it um, seamlessly. And also, the very first time I met him, I picked up on how deeply he cares about every single student that passes through Foundation Academy and how passionate he is about the work that he is doing. This is definitely his life calling. So um, thank you, Greg, so much for giving us the opportunity to interview you today. And I really look forward to hearing your story. I am delighted to be here today with Greg Weiss of Foundation Academies. And I look forward to having a really fruitful conversation here on Giving Voice. Uh, this is an organization that I am extremely passionate about and so grateful to have the opportunity to be a part of their board of trustees. Greg, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. So tell us a little bit about yourself, how you came to be the CEO of Foundation Academies, and why you're so passionate about the organization. Great. So uh, I've been with Foundation Academy Charter Schools since 2009. So this is my 11th year in the organization. And uh, I came to Trenton, New Jersey, really by chance. Um, I was moving back from the Dominican Republic back in 2009. And I started to look at, uh, you know, I wanted to move back to New York City. I uh, thought it was a little too expensive to, to be in New York City. So I started to look at Philadelphia as an alternative. And a friend of mine said, you should really go check out the school in Trenton, New Jersey. Uh, I didn't really know exactly where Trenton was at the time, but uh, because it was it was close to the proximity of uh, Philadelphia, um, looked at it and just came and fell in love with the city and the idea of coming to Trenton. Uh, you know, Trenton's a small city, but it's a city of great need. Uh, it's only got about twelve to thirteen thousand students in all of Trenton, and so I came here um, just in love with the idea that we could really make a difference in, in turning the education system around for our kids. Uh, so uh, in 2009, I joined the organization as the middle school principal. We were about 200 students at the time. Now we are a K-12 organization. Uh, we serve just under 1,100 students uh, across the city of Trenton. That is awesome. I did not know that you started out as the principal. Yeah. And I also didn't know um, that you had been here as long as you are. That's great. What's the one thing that, that you're so passionate about with Foundations Academy? I mean, for me, it's just creating good opportunities for kids. Um, it's the, you know, my passion for education really started in the, in the Bronx. Uh, I started off in the finance world and then did a switch into education. And, uh, I did teach for America for two years. And, oh. and at the time I had only had the intention of doing it for two years and then doing something else. Uh, and my experience in the Bronx really showed me that there are many children across our country um, especially in our underserved communities that are not even having the chance at a quality education. Uh, I can just remember teaching in the Bronx and uh, it, it was, there was not learning going on anywhere in that school. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I just would look at, look at my kids and just realize the talent that we were wasting in our country. And it really became my mission and my purpose to make sure that as many kids as possible had, um, you know, the education that they ultimately deserve. Right. Right. So how do you how do you empower um, our students here in Trenton? Because I, I agree that we have what I always like to say are hidden gems in our communities. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, our children are like seeds that that need to be you know watered and nurtured and 
Um, they need care and they're so fragile. And if that's not taken care of, then we find that we're dealing more with the adverse behaviors of our youth than actually being able to teach them. And that's certainly not their fault, right? So what is it about Foundation Academies that empowers the students? Yeah, for, for me, it's like really just about creating an environment in which they can thrive and setting really high expectations for our kids. Um, there's not a whole lot of, you know, secret in what we do. Um, but I think too many times in underserved communities, we set low expectations for our kids and kids are going to rise to whatever, whatever expectations you set for them. Mm -hmm. So, so it's a combination of just creating that environment where learning is cool and going to college is cool. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, creating that environment in which they can reach their potential and not have those low expectations. So we right. set the bar really high from, from day one. Right. It's not a matter of if you're going to do this, you're going to do this. Uh, we just need to provide the support uh, and, and kids just, you know, ultimately rise to the occasion. Right. And the main way that we do that is just by getting, getting great individuals. We have great staff that, mm -hmm. that come to us and, and they're really passionate about the work. So, um, you know, what, what really, you know, fuels me is just being surrounded by like-minded, passionate individuals who mm -hmm. know their purpose uh, in mm -hmm. doing this work. Right. Right. You, you touched on, um, you know, there being low expectations in the community. So let's talk about that a little bit, because we know that Trenton is like many other urban communities where there's a lot of barriers, um, which affects people's expectations. Right. Mm -hmm. um, there's challenges around, you know, housing, there's homelessness, there's you know, generational poverty issues, there's environmental justices. Um, and we know that oppression definitely breeds crime. And so we have, you know, gang warfare, we have tensions with law enforcement and, you know, we have regular street crime and, um, you know, uh, high rates of substance use disorder. And all of this certainly has an effect on the youth because it has an effect on families and on communities as a whole. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so, yes, you're going to have youth that are going to have expectations that aren't going to be as high as other communities because of all these barriers. So, um, Talk to me about what some of the, the bigger challenges are that you've had, you know, in the academy, right? Because we know it's not all rainbows and unicorns because mm -hmm. you're dealing with youth that are often marginalized mm -hmm. um, and providing opportunities that, like you said, may not have been expected. So talk a little bit about what some of the challenges have been here at, at Foundation yeah. Academies. Yeah. So I would first start off by, by saying that all of the things that you mentioned that um, our kids are exposed to and, and they see, you know, on a regular basis are all things that create in our kids this, uh, you know, these intangible skills that are sometimes not valued in, in our society. But the grit that, that our kids have, um, you know, I wish there was a way to measure it because I, I look at our kids and um, I'm just in awe of like, you know, some of the obstacles that they overcome and they keep going. And, you know, sometimes like I feel like in our society, we're measuring things like SAT scores and, and things of that nature that are, you know, more quantifiable. But mm -hmm. we fail to look at some of those intangible skills that make our kids so special. Right. Um, because, you know, the challenges and the obstacles are real. Um, and for us as a staff and as an organization, it's important to sort of. Uh, you know, we, we we look at things on a regular basis as there's a, there's a fine line between being empathetic and then lowering expectations. So we want to be mm -hmm. empathetic, right. but we also want to say, 
okay, we understand that that's what you're going through, but this is, this is your goal. This is what we want you to, uh, right. to achieve for yourself. Right. And let's continue to, to press along the way to get, to get over those obstacles. Right. Um, you know, and, and the, the obstacles and, and the challenges vary for, for our kids. And so it's providing the, the right supports in place to help our kids navigate through that system, um, you know, throughout their, throughout their lives. Yeah. And I like the concept of, cause this is the impression that I get here at foundations and I've only, you know, I'm still a new kid on the block on the board. I've only been here maybe about three months now, but what the, the, the theme that I see at foundation Academy is that education is your empowerment, mm -hmm. right? You're empowered mm -hmm. by this education and this is what's going to open up doors for you. Right. right? Um, but also I think what you were speaking to is resiliency mm -hmm. and these, these youth that come through the doors or the youth in Trenton in general, right? Mm -hmm. Whether they're coming through foundation Academy's doors or not um, are extremely resilient and we want to be able to give them the tools to continue to build that resiliency so that they not just survive, which unfortunately a lot of our students are trying to do, um, but to thrive and grow, right, mm -hmm. and develop and mm -hmm. be able to reach those, those goals and those expectations and then beyond that, the dreams that they have, right? Every time I've ever come to the, to the foundations and had a chance to talk to the youth, um, they're always telling me what they want to do next and what their goals are and what their plans are, which is so wonderful because when you talk to youth who are struggling, in general, it's hard for youth to even see beyond, you know, 24 hours a week, six months down the road, just because biologically their brains aren't wired that way. But if you give them expectations and goals and then empower them to be able to meet those goals, it's a wonderful thing, right? So what are some of the tools in the toolbox at Foundations Academy? So, so we do a lot of things. I mean, from the minute that our students walk in the door, whether they're in kindergarten or whether they enter, you know, later on uh, in, in their academic careers, we're, we're promoting the idea of college. Um, so our kindergarten classes, um, they're already, you know, their, their classrooms are named Stanford and there's penance in the hallway and we're talking about college mm -hmm. and, and all of those types of things because we want them that, that to be ingrained in them that that is the goal. Now, along the way, you know, we'll hear a lot of things like, well, maybe, you know, college isn't for everybody. But we believe, you know, we are a college prep school because we believe in empowering and making sure that our kids know that college is a reality. And so all of our students that have, that have gone through the gone through our system have received acceptances into four-year colleges, and that's six years running. Um, and then once our students achieve that that uh, admission into you know four-year institution, then we can sit down and have a conversation. Um, but I'm I'm just you know and that that's really something that's really important to us because. Mm -hmm. I can remember, you know, along the way, several times where we're talking about students in middle school, maybe a teacher would say, well, I don't know if they're college material, but they, then they changed through time. And thank, thank goodness we didn't, you know, feed into that. Right. And because I think that that's lowering the expectations for our students. Absolutely. Even sometimes where we say, well, maybe we should just, you know, put them in a trade school. Again, that's a lowering of expectations. We want our we want to empower students and get them to realize that they can do anything that they set their minds to. Right. Uh, from the very minute that we walk, they walk in the door. Right. So it's all about setting that expectation from the very beginning, and I like the idea of doing that from kindergarten on, mm -hmm. right? Because that was that was my generation. I was taught that 
you, you graduate high school, you, you go to college before you do anything else, you know, before you get married, before you have kids, before you buy a house, you go to college, right? And so I like the idea that that is planted really early on so that they realize that this is beyond high school and this is going to be um, the trajectory for the rest of your life, right? Um, what's fascinating about the youth in in our um, urban communities, in our in our inner cities, like you said, going back to that resiliency, is that they have developed some incredible survival skills, right? Um, and so they bring what you call grit, you know, to the school, and it's really just a matter of being able to hone that and then and then um, put that in the right direction so that they kind of build that energy towards what those those right expectations should be, right? Because when our youth don't have the supports that they need, they're going to use those survivor skills often in ways they're not as productive as they could be, right? And that's something that has always um, been bothersome to me is that we can only blame our youth for as much as we've been able to provide for them. And if a community or a city or a school system is not providing for the youth, then we really can't, you know, blame them for, for any wayward activities that they have, right? And so I like the fact that Foundations has, a, has just that, a real strong foundation for them to be able to grow in the right direction and to use all those positive skill sets that they have. Um, so, Greg, tell me what you're most passionate about here in the school. Like, what what gets you up in the morning and makes you come every day beyond the students? Yeah, it's easy. It's it's the kids. Um, you know, they're they're the ones that you know really inspire me to do this work. Uh, you just seeing them in the hallways and and you know getting to know them and mm -hmm. um, just looking at them and seeing seeing all their potential. Um, you know, there are, there are a lot of challenging days, obviously, in this work. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, sometimes seeing our alumni come back. Um, you know, that feels great seeing kids right. that, uh, you know, sometimes it, it's, it's easy to see when you've been here for a couple of years, because sometimes you can even look at, uh, one of our kids in the high school and mm -hmm. knowing the challenges that they had in the middle school. Right. Um, so it's really the kids and, and even for me, I mean, there are many challenges in, in the work. And so when I'm having one of those days of, uh, that that's really challenging, it's just getting up and going, being with kids for a little bit, going, walking around the right. classrooms and, and just their interactions with them. Yeah. Um, and one of the things I also also want to add, we want to empower our kids to go, you know, get that college admission. We want them to um, go and get that college degree, but ultimately we want them to come back to the community and be the leaders in the community. Exactly. Um, and that's really important for us uh, in order to affect that positive change that we want to see in our city. Excellent. Very good. Um, so, Let's talk about what empowers you, because being the CEO, as rewarding as it is, is also obviously very challenging, right? Anybody in this role um, would find it would find it challenging because you're actually um, the CEO over several schools underneath the Foundation mm -hmm. Academy's umbrella, right? So, what empowers you? What's the wind, you know, beneath your your wings to be able to do this work every day? Yeah. So again, it, it comes back to people. 
Um, and I would say, you know, that's twofold. Um, it's the kids mm-hmm. and seeing their success. Um, you know, it's just those days where that alumni comes back to visit and, you know, they're in college or maybe they, they, they've now graduated for college. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually have a few alumni that are now working for us. Uh, oh. One of my favorite parts of the day that's wonderful. is, you know, just walking into that office and, and just seeing, you know, the success that they've had. Um, and then, then it's, you know, on, on the other side of things, it, it's the staff. You know, there, there's um, I work with great people and, you know, the, it's important for us to realize that we're not in this work alone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's working with the board of trustees. It's right. working with our, our leadership council. Mm-hmm. Um, it's working, you know, with uh, our senior leadership team and, and just realizing that there is there are people here that are very, very passionate about our kids and, and making sure they succeed. And so for mm-hmm. me, that's what's really empowering. I get to come and, and work with people that I love uh, every single day. And that's that really is the idea behind we talk about as an organization being family first. Uh, we right. are a big family. Um, and, you know, sometimes being a part of a family, it's not always it's not always pretty. It's not always you right. know, uh, rainbows and butterflies. Uh, but, you know, that's what really I feel passionate about. So tell me. Um, what you think one of the biggest successes have been in the last 11 years that you've been here? Boy, one of the biggest successes. Um, there's been a lot of them. Um, you know, we've grown as an organization, um, you know, substantially. Like I said, in 2009, we were just a, a small middle school of 200 students. And uh, here we are 11 years later, and we're now K-12. to We own two buildings. Um, you know, we're, we're financially and operationally very sound. Uh, we've had six graduating classes. 100% of our kids have, have gone on uh, have, have gone on to gain acceptance into four-year colleges. And that that's the biggest success right there, mm-hmm. in my eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, is that you've had so many students, all of the students, you know, who have gone on to be accepted. That's that's a big deal. Yeah. You know, yeah. that definitely is. And again, and that's just a product of like you know, there's no big secret to, to what we do. It's just setting that high expectation of you can and you do this and we're going to provide the sports along the way. Right. So it's really the hard work of the kids, but it's just providing that environment where where they can see that as a reality. And that's just something that we, we want to see more widespread across our cities and across our communities of just setting that high expectations because our kids are ultimately uh, more than capable of reaching those expectations if they're set high. Very good. Thank you so much for that. Greg, it has been such a joy talking to you. I want to ask you one last question. High in the sky, if you could have your way, what's the change that you want to see in the world? I mean, for me, it's just making sure that all of our kids have have an opportunity. Um, It shouldn't, you know, success and the ability to succeed shouldn't be determined by your zip code, where you were born, who your parents are, things of that nature. You know, we we pride ourselves in a country of being a land of opportunity, but that's, uh, unfortunately, that's not the case across our country. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and teaching in the Bronx, uh, you know, for, the, for those couple of years really helped me realize that. Um, it's not just Trenton. It's not just, you know, New York. It, it's, it's cities all across our country where kids are not being provided that opportunity to thrive, even though that's a promise that, that we give as a country. Right. And so for me, that would be the really what I would want to see is uh, kids everywhere having access to the opportunity that they deserve. 
Very good. Well, like I said, this has been an absolute pleasure. Um, before we close, again, give the name of the school and give the website where people can find more information about the organization. Also talk about potentially volunteer opportunities and donation opportunities. Yeah. So we are Foundation Academy Charter School. We're located in Trenton, New Jersey. Um, and, uh, you know, there are a number of opportunities. So our website is www.foundationacademiesplural.org. Um, and we have a number of opportunities to, to get involved. If you're as passionate um, about this, uh, about kids getting access to opportunity as, as I am and as our staff are, uh, there are a number of volunteer opportunities um, that, that we kind of respond to what you bring to the table. So we have opportunities from reading to kids all the way through, uh, you know, something that you might specialize in. Uh, just just reach out to us. And, uh, you know, we, we can have a conversation about those opportunities. And, of course, uh, we're always looking for uh, additional resources. One of the things that people uh, sometimes don't realize about charter schools is charter schools are public schools. Uh, we, are, we are a public charter school. Uh, we just operate a little bit differently than your traditional public, public school district. And one of the things that I think is important to realize is we are not pro-charter school. We are pro-good school. And we want to make sure that kids, regardless of whether you're in a public charter, a traditional public school or a private school, that you have access to, to you know, good opportunities in education. Um, but one of the things that people also don't realize is that as a public charter school, we operate about 70, 70 cents on the dollar compared to our traditional public school peers. And so that makes it somewhat challenging. And so we just need to be uh, you know, really thoughtful and deliberate with how we approach um, our our, um, our budgeting and our finances. Uh, but anything that we can get in terms of donations is icing on the cake and provides more of an opportunity for our kids as possible. Uh, one of the things we're really focused on right now is helping our alumni because it's not enough just to get our kids into school we want to make sure that four years later they come out with that degree. And so um, that's an opportunity to sort of get involved and help support our alumni uh, because sometimes our alumni are not able to continue to persist in college over a few hundred dollars or, uh, you know, something small in the grand scheme of things. Uh, so uh, there are a number of ways to get get involved and uh, we welcome uh, everyone to, to get involved if this is something you're passionate about. Awesome. Thank you so much, Greg. This was a great opportunity to have you join us. Um, and again, this is Kimmy Carlos with Giving Voice. I'm so delighted that you were able to join us today. I'm going to put all the information for Foundation Academies in the episode notes. So definitely look for them. As always, I give reverence to our ancestors and elders whose shoulders we stand upon. I want to remind you that you are valuable, you are worthy, and you deserve everything good. So go be great. And definitely make sure that you visit our earlier episodes and we look forward to coming back to you next week. Thank you for joining us on Giving Voice with Kimmy Carlos. If you like what you heard, please leave a voice message on Anchor or you can email me at givingvoice2020 at gmail.com. That's givingvoice2020 at gmail.com. If there's a topic you'd like to hear discussed, we want to hear that too. A new Giving Voice website is going up soon, so listen out for that. Please be sure to share Giving Voice with your family, friends, and circle of influence. As always, I give reverence to the Creator and our ancestors and elders whose shoulders we stand upon. Until next week, remember this. 
You are worthy, you are valued, and you deserve everything good. Be empowered, and now go be great. Peace.